Welcome to the Six Figure Podcast Show. Both a business and a podcast, and you are wondering how you can use your podcast to grow your business. This is the show for you. My name is Maya Wajishafe, founder of the Six Figure Podcast and host of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. On this show, I have conversations with six, seven, and eight figure entrepreneurs on how they are using their podcast to grow their business, land clients, and make money as well. And now, enjoy today's episode of the Six Figure Podcast Show. Friends of the Six Figure Podcast Show, if I offer to show you how to turn your podcast into a sales machine that consistently brings you high ticket clients, even if you have zero downloads, no email list, and no audience at all, will you take me up on that? Visit the six figure podcast.com for slash start to watch a short video that shows you how to get started. Hi, everyone. My name is Mayo, and I'm your host on the Six Figure uh, Podcast Show. This is the show where we bring business podcasters uh, to share insights into how they are using their uh, podcast to grow, scale, and uh, get awareness for their business. On this show today, I have another business podcaster uh, on the show, and his name is Yaron Bean, and uh I believe that we have a lovely time here on this show. And before we get the show started, I will just pass the mic to Yaron. Yaron will tell us a bit about himself, his podcast, then we get the show rolling. Hi, Yaron. Hey, very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. How are you? All right. So to get the ball rolling, uh, tell us a bit about you, your business and what you do. Awesome. Great. So actually, it all started, um, it started way back. Uh, I'm going to start with the story prior to the podcast. Um, but I was always a cur- I was always curious and, and loved learning. And after I served in the in the Israeli special forces, uh, I went like all the Israelis do. Instead of going to the college or university, they go abroad and travel for two for for a while. I ended up traveling for two years, and I, I got my head straight and I decided I should start studying industrial engineering. And after I finished the degree, I realized that I'm not sure that I want to work as an engineer. So I decided to take another break and I went traveling with my wife and we spent some time in Thailand and we asked ourselves, how can we come back here as soon as possible without starting like the real grown up life? So we didn't have an answer back then. So we started both working. I started working in a media agency. I spent uh, close to a million dollars monthly on Facebook ads and I realized that I don't have an upside and that I must somehow figure out a way to build my own business in order to earn more money. So luckily, a friend of mine, a childhood friend of mine approached me and he showed me a screenshot uh, of his Shopify store. And he told me that he was dropshipping and he was making sales. And prior to that, I was kind of skeptic regarding the whole dropshipping game. Uh, I thought it was just a, a like a, a bullshit uh, type of like make money fast scheme that Google sell, but it's not really a a trustworthy way to like make profits. But since it was my friend, I decided to give it a go. So we actually built a a store the day after and the same evening we got our first sale. And this way, me and my wife, we actually realized that we can make money online. So after like six months, the business was already profitable. 
and we decided uh, we should. Uh, I, I actually found another job because I didn't feel confident enough that it would be consistent. And after two years of of consistent profits, and actually we were making more from the side hustle than our own, uh, like our salaries combined. We decided to quit our jobs and we went traveling. We, since then, we've been we've been traveling for four years now. And in between that, while I was like having this e-commerce business, which eventually sold more than four million dollars uh, in sales, I decided I need a, way, a new way to learn. And I kind of tried to figure to figure it out. And I was reading a lot of books and consuming knowledge from YouTube. But I thought, why not? I why why shouldn't I just start a podcast and then I can just invite guests that pick my curiosity. It's also a great way to network and also a great way to like speak with people that that are, are interesting, in my opinion. So this is basically how the the podcast was born. Uh, do you have any questions so far? Because I, I can speak yeah, about this forever. You already <laughs> you already answered my follow up question, which is uh why did you start uh your podcast? But you have already answered it. And the next follow up question will be uh okay, you have been podcasting uh for you why uh as as out of now you have like eighty three episodes when I check uh your podcast page. Mm-hmm. Can you walk us through briefly your podcast uh, setup, like from planning to are uh, you publishing an episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So it actually changed as as time went by. At the beginning, it was very, I was just connecting to people, trying to convince them to come, uh, like be, be a guest. It was very raw, no planning, no nothing. And after time went by, we kind of improved the process. I also hired an editor because I realized that I don't like the editing phase, and it it, it took a lot of time and effort from from me. And I'm not an editor, so I also hired an editor. Um, how it works these days. So there are two ways in which I get, uh, like guests. Most of, most of the guests are pitched to me, um, via different agencies or via LinkedIn. Uh, and then we send them like, just a Calendly link. We ask them a few questions to make sure that they are a good fit. We set, uh, we set up the, the conversation, like the, the call and we conduct the, the recording, you know, before the recording. I don't know if you want me to go into the details. But I have like an SOP, which I follow with many questions in order to like get to know what the guest, what he, he would like to promote, what he likes speaking about. Is there anything that he doesn't want to speak about? I try to prime him and ask him to share like anecdotes and data and ask him um, what he felt went well in other podcast appearances, because I, I want to make the, the podcast as, as fun as and valuable as possible to the listeners. So I try to prime the guest. Uh, with this uh, like warming up questions, and then we start the recording. Uh, it's normally like sixty minutes long, and after like a month or so, we publish them on LinkedIn. We obviously have like a very, very well organized workflow for the publishing and distribution. Uh, do you want me to go into details, or does it yeah, sure? Questions? Like uh, the floor is yours. Uh, it's mm-hmm. we, we. I I believe that podcasters out there will surely love to know how you distribute and market uh, your episode. Yeah, so at the moment, um, we, we use Libsyn as a hosting platform. Um, and Libsyn kind of auto distributes to all the main channels. So iTunes, Google, Spotify, etc. And it also published uh, in our WordPress website. I mean, the CMS we're using is WordPress. And we also make sure to take like the teaser, like the best golden nugget from the episode. We chop it down for one, like one minute. We add an audio visualization and, and we push it in, in uh, social media. So LinkedIn or Facebook. And obviously we send an automated mail 
to the guest and we ask him to share this on his social media websites. Uh, I think this this pretty much is uh, with regards to the process of distribution and, and publishing. We don't propose to other uh, like Instagram or Reels or TikTok at the moment, but this is something that is in the roadmap. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, just to, uh, just to share something about uh, the TikTok, you just, you know, lately mm-hmm. I've been having people pitching me a lot of, uh, all this short form, uh, content, mm-hmm. uh, agency pitching me on, uh, TikTok. Uh, presently, mm-hmm. just like you said, I am looking into it and seeing how that will fit into my growth plan. And, uh, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's a very awesome one because I've seen some friends, uh, who are podcasters as well, getting good results from that. And uh, I think it could be a lovely one. But, you know, sometimes you get uh, this shiny object syndrome where you have to sure. consider this, you have to consider that, and you waste a lot of time doing that. So, uh, all right. So as a business owner, you have mm-hmm. an e-com agency. Mm-hmm. What role uh, is your podcast uh, filling in your business as pertain to brand awareness, marketing, and sales generally? Yeah, so um, when I had my dropshipping store, I didn't do any any SEO. And a friend of mine asked me, how come you're not doing SEO for your stores? And I told him, because these stores come and go, and what I'm focusing is building my own personal brand because this is the only brand that I'm taking with me to the grave. So, um, and once I told him this, I realized that this is, this is the way I want to conduct business. So I want to put myself out there in front and build my own reputation. Uh, so whatever I build, whether it's an e-commerce store, if it's an agency, if it's a SaaS product, whatever I build, I can accumulate the reputation that I've built along the, along the way uh, from other operations. And this is why, um, personal branding is so important in my opinion. And this is why I decided to build this podcast uh, because I wanted to put myself out there and start networking with people and get people to know me. Uh, and this is this is the main this, this is one of the main proposals of the podcast just just creating brand awareness around the personal my personal brand and also for networking it's also a great tool in my opinion because it allows you to approach people that wouldn't necessarily be willing to let you pick their brain for like 30 minutes unless you were hosting them for a podcast. So this is another uh, like a, uh, another way in which a podcast is beneficial in my, in my opinion. And I'm not even talking about the personal development aspects of, of becoming a better listener, becoming a better speaker, asking better questions. Um, you probably can realize now that my accent is shitty because I'm originally from Israel. But 80 episodes ago, it was even worse. So, so this is also something that has improved. Yeah, I, I can relate with what you said because, uh, my first podcast, uh, my first podcast was, I think in 2013, I just left my, uh, only nine to five job then. And, uh, then mm-hmm. my, my accent is still a little bit much, uh, audible now, but then back then it was very awful. But, you know, mm-hmm. I just have this drive that, you know, I, I know what I'm talking about and I am learning mm-hmm. new stuff and I'm sharing it on the podcast. And when I uh, started my second podcast, which was then I was having a book marketing agency, I was mm-hmm. interviewing a self-publishing expert and it's some people mm-hmm. find it difficult to understand my accent, but you know, I just kept at it. I, I had a, an accent coach back then and I worked on my accent a bit. So, uh, for listeners out there, like for if you are like, uh, myself and Yaron, English is not our first language. Podcasting is a very awesome tool to build your self confidence, uh, to 
as long as you have something to say and you have something to share and even if you don't have something to share you can connect with people just like yaron said get out there uh start podcasting talk to people you get better over time my episode mm. over over then by listening to it it was very very shitty but today uh i could listen to my episode and i i, I will be like yes this is me i think i am improving mm-hmm. and the feedback i get getting from my guests is very awesome as well so you are not alone Yaron. i can relate <laughs> to what uh, you said as a non-english uh, native speaker uh, awesome. okay so Yaron, like uh you said your podcast is a channel for brand awareness uh 83 episodes 83 episodes so far what are the wins and the gains that you have got for your business through uh your podcasting channel and uh towards your goal of raising awareness for your business mm-hmm. yeah so this is a great question and one of the challenges with branding efforts is it's very hard to measure branding efforts because you don't know if they produce a lift and what is their real impact and so it's very hard to to say if it's like if the the podcast caused what's happening or is there a correlation and what would happen if i didn't have the podcast and still try to do what i'm doing these days but i believe that first of all the podcast opened a lot of doors for me so i've been able to get like a lot of interesting projects uh, offered to me via podcast guests because m- most of the podcast people or people who as you said are, are looking to put themselves out there and have something to say and very often more often than not they are in a very impactful position so i get offered many many collaborations this is the one thing and the other thing i believe that whenever i i give a, a quote for my services since i have the, the podcast as well uh, it, it it allows me to ask for more and people can look me up and, and see that I'm legit. So I believe that this, this has a huge impact and effect. But as I said, like all other branding efforts, it's very hard to measure what is the exact impact of the branding effort. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'm just very curious, just like I always like to do when I'm interviewing guests like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about uh, some collaborations and opportunities that has, uh, came from you are uh, having guests on your show can you just give us an example of a time where you have a guest and that's really uh turned into a relationship that at the end of it turned into you getting jobs uh for your uh e-commerce sure so w- one of the, my guests i helped him just do a revision of all, the, all of his email marketing funnels and uh, like auditing the email marketing funnels and adding copies and creating like better cart abandonment uh, emails. So this was one, one, uh, one client. And there's also an interesting story of one of my guests that really impressed me. And he kind of became, I wouldn't say my mentor or coach, but I, I often just call him to get advice, to get his perspective, his objective perspective regarding regarding any dilemmas that I have, because, you know, we all have dilemmas at a certain point. And just having someone objective uh, reflect and mirror to you what you're saying is very valuable. So for the podcast, I actually met two or three people that I consider not exactly my mentor, but I consider someone I can call to and get their advice. Um, so th- these are just a few examples that come to mind. Okay. All right. So you've talked about the gains and the wins uh, when it comes to brand awareness for your business. Uh, so can we talk about the challenges that you are facing with your podcast as regards to getting more business uh, for your uh, e-commerce agency? Sure. So um, 
I think podcast is actually one of the things that I most enjoy doing um, because as, as, as we both know, it's meeting interesting people, conducting conversation, also improving ourselves on a personal level. But sometimes because of the fact that you don't have, that it's not a money producing, quote unquote, it's not a money producing um, action. Sometimes you don't, I, I don't necessarily have the mood to do it because I feel that there are things that can bring me closer to the money faster. So like any other branding effort, I think this is one of the main challenges in podcasts is, is being consistent and, and scheduling the calls and, and finding interesting guests and getting ready and well prepared to the podcast. So I think this is the main, the main thing because podcasting is a long-term game. It's not something that it's not quick, like paid media or stuff like this, that you just pour in money and you see the results the day after. So I believe this is the main challenge. Um, and as I said, I, I don't consider the podcast as a, like as a channel of generating clients, uh, like short term, short term wins. So uh, I wouldn't say that I have many other challenges with regards to podcasting, except for the fact, as I mentioned, of being very consistent. All right. Uh, okay. You know, when I ask this question, uh, many people, many business owners who have podcasts, have this kind of a challenge because I talked about having a book publishing a uh, podcast back then. I made it mm-hmm. to the then famed iTunes uh, new uh, new and noteworthy section, beating mm-hmm. the likes of uh, Gary V and a whole lot of other top shot then. But you know, I have I think an average every month I was getting like five thousand downloads or so, and it was yes. blowing up back then. But you know, at the end of the day, revenue was not coming, and uh, just like mm-hmm. you said. It got me discouraged and I just, I don't really have the motivation to get going. But you know, that is one thing, you know, there is something called a uh, pod feed, like where podcasters uh, have the enthusiasm to start a podcast in the initial stage. Mm-hmm. They are very excited, but at the end of the day, their motivation went down and they don't really have mm-hmm. the motivation again. So like, uh, this challenge like i solve it in a way for my uh business uh with my recent podcast which i started last year and this is my mm-hmm. second podcast uh, within the space of two years anyway uh but you know for this challenge it's many business podcasters face this kind of challenges what are you trying to do or what are you looking at doing to uh solve mm-hmm. this problem to get revenue in or even to make it what uh the pain of the time and the money and the energy it takes for you to show up with all your episodes. Mm-hmm. This is a great point. And yeah, I think it's, it's, it's about managing expectations and understanding what exactly you're looking to achieve from the podcast. Because let's say if you want to drive podcast necess- uh, like revenue from the podcast, you shouldn't do the podcast like all the other people are doing the podcast, which they have br- mostly branding in mind. So it really depends what you're expecting from the podcast. And if you're expecting one thing, but conducting the post, uh, the podcast in a different way, and there you don't get the result that you expected, it might leave you discouraged. But if you realize that, let's say you want the podcast to be money generating, so you can take a different approach and only reach out to potential guests and, and question them very often about their challenges in their business. And then after the call, try to convert them just as, as an example. But if you don't want it to be like, very fast money producing uh, action and it's more branding related. So you realize that you're here for the long term and consistency is a huge part of this. So it really depends on, it's really about managing your own expectations, in my opinion, at least. 
All right. What is one thing you like so much about podcasting and one thing you don't actually like that you would like to change about podcasting? Yeah, great question. I I I I I love podcasting because it just allows you to meet interesting people and and and, and share ideas and, and learn from them. Um I guess the only thing that kind of annoys me and you're doing great by the way is is uh, some people that don't show up to, to the <laughs> to the shows. And you sent me like you saw you sent me like four reminders which is great. I I, I would show up anyway but yeah. I love the fact that have like automated reminders so i think this is the main thing i mean uh, if people are, are thinking of starting a new podcast or just starting out they should realize that there are a lot of no shows people have a lot of things going on in their lives and and people sometimes they don't show up that's fine we shouldn't be judge, judgmental of them they might have a good reason but it's just something that you need to take in, on into consideration and if someone doesn't show up uh, it's it happens often Yes, uh, uh, let me tell you, last year, June, when I started my second podcast, the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, I had, I think uh, the month of July, I had like 50 calls booked. I was super excited. I was uh, into this podcasting full time. And along the line, I can I see that so many people are not showing up. But at the end of the day, I research online. But then I now have to change my uh uh, scheduling uh too by then i changed to it too now that uh helped me to sh- automate my follow-up and since then only few times now that i've seen that people book the call and they didn't show because at their yeah inside their inbox and even on whatsapp i'm even trying to implement that right now with mm-hmm. my uh two i can send a reminder to people who have their number on whatsapp and even on text message so there is no way that people will not show up unless maybe there is uh, maybe an emergency i do have that once in a while and it's mm-hmm. been very it's it solved that problem for me just like right. you said i sent you uh three follow-ups actually and uh since i have started implementing that last year august everything has been awesome my drop rate has been reduced to the barest um you know so for <laughs> podcasters out there who are having this kind of issue get a lovely uh scheduling calendar uh scheduling mm-hmm. tool. currently we do that one schedule mm-hmm. and uh, the one i'm using now is called day schedule like it's a very amazing tool because something it offers better than calendly and uh it's like mm-hmm. one schedule or equity schedule is it has uh a whatsapp integration and an sms like yes. you can send sms and whatsapp auto uh, notification to your guests to remind them and there is no way that people are on their phone every day they will surely see their mm-hmm. an sms or whatsapp on their uh, phone so thank you for bringing that up uh, and uh, to remind me <laughs> to sure. share that so thank you for uh, reminding me to show up <laughs> all right <laughs> so uh lastly before we say goodbye Aaron, for business owners mm-hmm. like you who are looking into getting into podcasting what is your best advice for them I think the best advice is actually a, a advice that I, I borrowed from Tim Ferriss. Um, that whenever when he started podcasting, he decided he decided that he will record anyway. He will record six episodes, and after only after doing six episodes, he will he will like determine if he wants to keep on going or or, or maybe sunset the project. So, in my opinion, if you want to test out anything in life, and especially podcasting, you should dis- determine. Uh, upfront before you start like a goal of like six or ten podcast episodes that you're going to record anyway even if you don't publish them you're going to record them 
And only after doing this, you should reassess if you if it's something that you enjoy, if it's something that gives you value from a business perspective, if it's something that gives you a value from like a personal development perspective. But don't just start with one or two and then quit. You have to commit to the process. And I think that six is like the minimum amount of episodes that you should commit to. Okay. All right. So uh, what you just said now brought another question that I didn't plan for just out of curiosity. What is your podcasting superpower? Um, my podcasting superpower. I'm not sure that I have a, a podcasting superpower. <laughs> I think. Yeah, every, I think everybody I, does. Like maybe <laughs> the way you uh, interview your guests, or maybe how you relate with them, your question. For me personally, let me share what. Uh, for the answer to that, for me is mm-hmm. almost all my guests are uh, always give me one feedback, and it's very common. And is you ask amazing question, and mm-hmm. over time, I have adopted that to be my. Uh, podcast part because at the end of the day i sit down i try to think that okay i can i make this time uh a very lovely time for myself and for my guests so i always try to get curious ask questions that will get my guests to talk so if we are talking about podcasting superpower that will be my podcasting superpower so what is yours yeah i i i i I, i must humbly say that i wouldn't consider it a superpower yet but i also try to ask the best question possible. Um, and mostly I, I find that the way that helps me ask the best question is just not trying to ask what the audience would like to hear or the listeners, but asking what would be interesting in my opinion. So I think this is a, a shift of mindset that really helped me to ask better questions because I just take the conversation wherever I want it to go and ask questions dynamically based on my own curiosity. So I think this is something that I'm trying to improve and it's working out pretty well, but it's not a superpower just yet. Okay. All right. So lastly, uh, can you tell us where we can find you online and where we can connect with you, listening to your podcast and uh, for e-commerce uh, business owners out there listening uh, to us, how they can get in touch with you and how you can help them? Sure. So um, I'm mostly active on LinkedIn. So you can look up Yaron Bin. It's Y-A-R-O-N space B double E N. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm the only Aaron being on LinkedIn. So you, you can just add me and I'm happy to, to connect. And regardless, if you just Google Ecom X Factor podcast, you will find us. You have, we have a, we have our episodes on, on, on all the major platforms like Spotify, Google podcast, iTunes, etc. So just Google Ecom X Factor and you will find us. And I probably will, you, uh, hopefully you'll share also the links in the show notes. Yeah, sure. Like a link to the show notes will be included in, uh, this, uh, episode. Just for listeners out there, just head to the sixfigurepodcast.com forward slash podcast and, uh, just tap, uh, type Yaron, that's W, uh, sorry, Y-A-R-O-N in the search bar there and the show note for this episode will pop right up. So thank you so much, Yaron, for joining me on this episode of the Six Figure Podcast uh, show. It's been a lovely time. I've enjoyed myself. That's the beauty of podcasting, Yaron, like, and uh, we have the grace and the ability to connect with another human being at one side, another side of the uh, where, wherever you are and mm-hmm. to converse with them, to share ideas. And it's been a lovely time for me. And thank you so much for joining me on this episode today. 
thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun and you ask great questions and yeah, let's keep in touch. Yeah, sure. So listeners out there, this is where we draw the curtains on this episode of the Six Figure Podcast Show. My name is Maya once again. And uh, if you're a podcast, uh, if you're a podcaster and you have a business, uh, this show is open to you to uh, showcase yourself, talk about your business and how you are using podcasts uh, to grow your business. So just head straight to uh, the sisfigurepodcast.com and you can book a time to uh, open a call like this with me. So until next time when I come your way with another awesome episode like this, my name is Mayo and I'm signing out. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Six Figure Podcast Show. I hope it has been valuable for your time. If so, I'd love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This will help other podcasters like you to discover the show. Don't forget to download a free copy of the Six Figure Podcast book. Inside the book, you will learn how you can use your podcast to land high ticket clients without worrying about who is listening to your podcast, even if you have zero email list, no audience at all, and zero downloads. Grab a free copy at thesixfigurepodcast.com forward slash book. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Podcast Show.